Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you. Uh, greetings to all of you on this uh, uh, beautiful Monday. We want to thank God for another opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with the people of God. And so we want to get right down to uh, the essence of why we're here. And so uh, one of the first things that we want to do is we want to uh, acknowledge uh, the Lord who's ahead of our life. We give honor to God. We honor our leadership, our pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison Sr., and to Lady Paulette of the Pentecostal Power Church here in Milwaukee, and also uh, to our presider uh, and his family, to uh, Mother Bennett, to the their family. We offer our condolence uh, on the behalf of our church and our pastor. We offer our deepest sympathy and condolence to our presider and the Bennett family as we continue to pray for them and the loss of their dear son, uh, who was a good friend of mine, close friend. And so our hearts are broken uh, on that uh, particular uh, note, but we, we just, uh, hearts are heavy today, but we're, we're excited about uh, God's goodness, uh, God's grace toward us. God has been good to us. And so uh, the positive side of things is um, our brother lived, uh, a saving, and sanctified life, a consecrated life. So we thank and praise God for the life of uh, Elder Sims. And so we're going to be praying for them and their family. Continue to pray for uh, our sick that's among us. Continue to pray for uh, the Ross family, our Bishop Ross. I heard that he was uh, ill. So let us continue to pray for him and Mother Ross and the saints there. Uh, and let us pray for them, those that are in Springfield and those that are in Decatur. Let us pray for them. Let the Lord continue uh, to strengthen them and take them through. And all of those that uh, experience some bereavement, the Pierce family uh, and many others um, that are going through, let us pray for them and their families. Continue to pray for our mothers, all of our deacons, the ministerial staff. Continue to pray for me and Sister Newsom that the Lord continue uh, to bless and uh, strengthen us on the journey uh, on throughout this year. Uh, let us continue to pray that souls will be saved and that people will come to Christ and that the gospel of Jesus Christ would uh, be shared and go out to the ends of the earth that people may uh, come to Christ. All right. So those are the things that we're going to be praying for. Uh, remember those that have special procedures and operations to be done. Remember them in your prayer, especially those that are confined to their spaces and their homes the sick and the shut in. Let us please pray for those that's tearing for the Holy Ghost. Continue to pray for our young people everywhere in all of our said churches and throughout our communities. Let us continue to pray uh, that the Lord continue to draw uh, young people as well as souls into the uh, house of God. So that's what we want to pray for. Uh, let us continue to pray for the young man on yesterday. Uh, he was a little confused about his life and which direction he want to go in. So we we're praying right along with the pastor and the saints that God will direct him and that he would follow uh, the direction that the Lord lead him, that he will be baptized in water in Jesus name and that the Lord will fill him with the Holy Ghost. That's our prayer uh, that God will uh, do it for those that desire uh, to seek and, and serve him. All right. Continue to pray for my sister, Luvenia. Well, as all of my siblings, all of my loved ones and unsaved loved ones, pray for our daughter, Gabrielle, as well as our grandchildren. Continue to pray for them uh, and continue to pray for the men, the men's ministry, uh, the National Brotherhood. Continue to pray for them, as well as all of the said auxiliaries in the National Pentecostal Power Church organization and continue to pray for our board of bishops. All right. So that's those things that we ask that you pray for. Remember our. Bishop Emeritus, Bishop Scott, let us continue to pray for him. Remember Elder Eugene Walton and the Faithful Mission family. Let us continue to pray for them and the hour of bereavement and also uh, the Faithful Mission family, as well as Mother Blanche and the Johnson family. Let us continue to pray that the Lord continue to strengthen them in the hour going through. All right. And so these are the things that we're asking to pray for. We're going to go ahead and get into our prayer. Our prayer anthem scripture is found in 2 Chronicles 7, 14 through 16. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. 
Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever in mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. All right, let us go before the throne of grace. Precious Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, we thank you once again, Heavenly Father, for your manifold blessings, your goodness and mercy toward us. We are so thankful and indebted to you, oh God, for salvation. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for washing us, God, and making us clean. We thank you, God, for consistently, oh God, preserving us and, oh God, keeping us, oh God, through these difficult times, oh God, that we're in today. We ask God you will bless those that we ask you to, oh God, bless and, oh God, help those, God, that we're interceding for, heal those, God, that are in need of healing. And Lord, we pray that you would comfort those that are in need of comfort. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray for our pastor, our leadership, Bishop Murchison, Lady Paulette, and the entire Pentecostal Power Church family. We pray thy blessing, Lord. You will bless every member and their families, oh God. Bless the young man, Royale, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Touch him right now, God. And Oh, God, bless him, God. Continue to stay in the fight. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We give you glory and praise. We pray, God, for hallelujah, Pastor Eugene. Oh, God, Walton, we pray for Pastor Walton and, oh, God, Sister Walton and their family, God, and their faithful mission family, as well as, oh, God, oh, God, the Johnson family. We pray, God, you will comfort Mother Blanche and give her strength in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, bless the people of God. We, oh, God, embrace one another in the time, oh, God, of going through. And we will weep with those that weep and we will rejoice with them that rejoice. Help us, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, for we know you've borne our griefs and carried all of our sorrows. And Father, we ask in the name of Jesus, God, that you would grant us, oh God, strength through these difficult hours. And Father, we give you all the glory and the praise and we thank you for healing and deliverance and breakthrough for those that's seeking you now. Oh God, touch the terriers, God, touch our young people, the youth, and those that are hungry and thirsting after righteousness that they shall be filled. According to your word, God, this we ask and pray in the name of Jesus. We give you all the glory and the praise. Help us to decrease as your anointing increase. And Father, continue to direct us in the word of the Lord that we may exhort and encourage the people of God. We ask your blessings now and send increase among your people. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. And so we're going to get right down to it. We thank God for the words of prayer and, uh, we hope that you are praying along with us. And when you in your prayer time, remember uh, the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. Continue to pray for Brother Newsom, Sister Newsom, that we will continue to fight the good fight of faith. All right. And so we're here today <clears throat> to bring uh, about this uh, uh, final uh, part of this broadcast of, of uh, Christian living. This uh, subject, rather, this is a, not the final broadcast, but the final uh, closure of this particular lesson plan as we talk about Christian living. Now, we could talk about it all month long, but we uh, had something else that God had pressed upon our heart to talk about. But we're pressed to uh, finish and complete uh, this particular uh, portion of it. And so we'll be coming back to Christian living throughout the year. But this is our uh, about part four or five. This is part five, four slash five, because we didn't quite finish part four. But we'll just call it part five for now. So we're going to uh, try to go to part five. There's 10 pieces to this, but I'm only going to do the first half. And then later on in the year, we'll inject the, the last uh, five parts. OK. All right. So let's take a look uh, when we look at the scripture and we want to talk about Christian living. Now, first thing we want to do is we want to go to Colossians chapter three. All right. So we're going to uh, put something on the screen for you. Let me see if I can. Uh, <clears throat> I want to see if I can make that uh, make that large for you. Let's see. I'm going to get Colossians chapter three and then we'll. Uh, we'll pull it up for you. Colossians three. And I think we want, let's take a look. Uh, let's just start at the first verse. We'll just start there, make it easy. All right. And 
So we got it on the screen for you up there in the corner. Um, so if you want to see it uh, in full screen, we'll, we'll see if we can do that. There we go. Colossians 3 and 1. And it reads for your hearing. If ye then, he starts out with the question or the our perspective, the perspective of if. Everything hangs on this small word, if. That means if you do, this applies. If you don't, it does not apply to you. Okay? And so if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Now, I'm going to bring this to small screen because I want to uh, be able to Let you all see. All right, let's see here. There we go. All right, so now he says, if you then be risen with Christ. Uh, thank you for joining us today, especially those of you that are on with us. Thank you. He says, if you then be risen with Christ. Now, this is a, uh, a very good way to start out i believe apostle paul as he talks to the colossian church he says if you then be risen with christ paul was exposing and dealing with uh uh there's wrong motive in some believers uh for self-denial you know and you know, if, if the self-denial is not to perfect that inner person, that spiritual man, then there's really no spiritual gratification as it applies to living in true humility or walking in true humility, all right? There's true uh, humility, and then there's false humility, all right? And we're going to talk on it a little bit today, but let's take a look. He says, if you then be risen with Christ. So if Christ has raised you up, you've been born again, been baptized in water in Jesus' name, and you've been filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, then this would apply to those that's been born again. They have a uh, responsibility to seek the things which are above. So there must be a transition from the carnal man to the spiritual man. And the spiritual man is going to seek after the things uh, that are spiritual. Hmm? And the carnal man hmm, is going to seek after the things that are carnal. Does that make sense? Now, I want to I wanna just make sure uh, <clears throat> that we uh, convey this perspective because sometimes uh, people can uh, misapply um, what they should look uh, for. Let's go to, uh, well, while we're here, Colossian, let me finish reading here. He says, uh, seek those things which are above where Christ Sit it on the right hand of God. And verse number two says, set Colossians three and two, set your affections on things above and not on things on the earth. Now, when he deal with the point affections, I want to make sure we understand he's talking about the mind. All right. So uh, the mind must be on heavenly things, godly things, all right? Now let's go to Romans. I want to go to Romans chapter 8, and we're going to go to Romans chapter 8, and we're going to dialogue a little bit here in uh, Romans chapter 8. Now let's see if I can, uh, I want to see if I can share any of this. Romans chapter 8, let's see here. 
uh, Romans chapter 8. Let's go to Romans chapter 8 and start at uh, verse number 5. All right, Romans 8 and 5. And we want to say praise the Lord, Pastor Simmons, that just came on with us today. God bless you, Pastor Simmons. God bless you, man of God. We thank God for you jumping in and being on the cast with us today. So let's look. At Romans 8 and 5, he says, for they that are after the flesh. Now, remember when we read Colossians 3, 1 and 2. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above hmm? and not on things on the earth. Affections, he's talking about the mind. Paul uh, makes this same uh, statement here or gives this same exhortation to the Roman church. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. So Jesus said in one of the gospels, he said, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So your, your mind always takes your body to where uh, the appetite is. You, no one can, you know, it's, it, unless you're dead. And we get into the point where this flesh must be crucified and it must be dead. Because if it's not dead, it's going to always drag you contrary to where God is trying to take us. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And there's a war going on. Praise him. There's, there's, a, there's a war going on. Hmm? Flesh against the spirit and spirit against the flesh. And these two. All glory be to God. They're contrary one to another. Hmm? Now let's take a look. He says here, for they that are after flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Glory. Hmm? And so if you want to uh, be more spiritual, then we got to be doing more spiritual things. And this is, this is contrary to what's being taught in these last days because people now, Back, you know, back in the old, on the old landmark, you know, people were fasting two or three times a week and, you know, they were staying consecrated. Now people now have moved into this Hollywood type form and fashion of religiosity. And that means I can do whatever and I'm still saved. Hmm? This is where people drifted into. They drifted into, I don't need to deny myself. I can have everything. And still be spiritual. But scripture plays it out and it bears it out that what you feed is what will grow. Let me bring it out here in Romans chapter 8 here. Let's take a look. He says in verse 6, uh, for to be carnally minded is death. He plainly brings it out. But to be spiritual minded is life and peace because... He explains, he goes in and explains this, that even a fool can there, he makes it so common and recognizable and descriptive and illustrative because the carnal mind hmm, is weaponized against God. It's enmity. All oh, glory be to God. The carnal mind is weaponized against God. Hmm? That old Adamic man, that old man that rebelled and caused Adam and Eve to fall from, oh, glory be to God. Hmm? From the place God had them, it brought in a deprived nature. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Praise the Lord. And this deprived nature, it's, it does not, it resists God. This is why God had it set that he was going to send the comforter. He was going to give them the Holy Ghost, something that was going to be able to lead and guide and direct man again. Hmm? In a way where he, where he once failed, he would now succeed. Hmm? Because now the spirit is doing the work. All glory be to God. For what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, 
that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the spirit, but after walk not after the flesh, rather, but after the spirit. Hmm? It's imperative that the spirit has domain of humanity, those that are born again. All right. If the spirit don't have domain, you still a dead man walking. Praise the Lord. That means if you don't have the Holy Ghost, uh, let me let me keep reading. We'll keep reading. We'll let the scripture do talking. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Huh? But you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, Paul teaches these new Roman converts that if the evidence is there, not only tongues, all glory be to God, we need to watch this in the, la in the latter days of the church. People only going with tongues and gifts. All glory be to God. But the gifts and the calling of God without repentance, where's your fruit? Where's your works? Jesus said in the gospels, you should know a tree by the fruit it bears. All glory be to God. Hmm? I don't have to get close to the tree to know if it's an apple tree. Oh, glory be to God. I don't have to get close to a pear tree. Oh, glory be to God. Know it's a pear tree. Hmm? But when you cannot tell what it is, oh, glory be to God. Huh? There's something going on. Now, look at this. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but you're not in the flesh. He says, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Hmm? Everything hinges on this small word, if. if. The spirit of God is there, this applies to you. Huh? If the spirit of God is not there, it does not apply to you. Let's take a look. He says, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he makes it plain right here in verse um. Number nine, he says, but if any man have not the spirit of Christ, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. In verse number nine, the latter part of verse number nine says, if you don't have the spirit of Christ, you don't belong to God. Are you really a, are you really a Christian? Let's talk about Christian living for a minute. We use this word Christian to determine what? Hmm? Do we do we use it uh, vaguely to determine a group of people or do we use it uh, uh, specifically and objectively to point out those that are called of God or those that are belong to God? Hmm? We'll we'll say everybody, you know, everybody belong to God. But Ezekiel, he said, the soul of the father is mine and the soul of the son is mine. But the soul that sent it it shall die. And so we need to make sure, glory, we need to make sure we belong to God. Hmm? And when we belong to God, uh, it's imperative. Uh, we will see uh, results. We will see fruit. You know, and th this is the thing. People don't want to produce no fruit these days. But yet, uh, they say they belong to God. Now, he says here now, I'm, I'm still in Romans 9. We're going back to Colossians, so stay with me. We're going to exhort you and let you go. Uh, I want to go back here. He says, uh, and if Christ be in you, this is where Paul goes, and he said, now if Christ, if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. Hmm? He points this out, and he's, uh, really illustrates this by saying if the spirit is in there, the body's dead. Now, you can't have it both ways. Hmm? You can't, you, you know, well, some people trying to do it. Some people trying to serve two masters, but you can't serve two masters. You got to love one and hate the other. Now, if Christ be in you, the body's dead because of sin. But the spirit of life because of righteousness. 
if that person claims to be dead and don't have fruit of righteousness, they lie. Hmm? I'm going to put it plainly. If that person claims to have possessed Christ and uh, they're supposed to be, uh, the body is supposed to be dead. Hmm? Reckon yourself to be dead, he says in Romans 6. So if that person seems to be dead, that dead person, you know, really, uh, there's not much uh, you can do in terms of uh, getting a response. And so you claim to be a, a Christian, a believer. We talk about Christian leave, living. Everything don't need a response. Hmm? When folk act up, folk act ugly. People uh, do things intentionally to assault you. You ought to not rise up. Hmm? When Jesus will revile, he reviled not again. We need to learn these things. Hmm? We need to grow in these areas. Oh, glory be to God. Stop talking about I'm a Christian and let's start walking like we're Christians. Huh? Now, people say, well, I'm a, I'm a Christian. You know, I'm a bona fide Christian because I, you know, I, I, I spoke in tongue and I did this and I did that. Okay, that's all fine and dandy. All right? You did this and you done that. That's fine. You, uh, you spoke in tongue for two hours. That's good. All right? But now when these tests come, how do you deal with them? Hmm? How you deal with it? You know, when people are doing things that's contrary to what you believe and talk, hmm? it's very important, you know, that we uh, take this serious because sometimes we don't take it serious. Hmm? Uh, sometimes what we do is we say, well, you know, uh, they caught me on a bad day. Hmm? And on your worst day, hmm, it ought to be your best day because God is the one on the inside directing, leading, guiding, and opening up understanding. Hmm? Now, if God is not opening your understanding, God's not leading you and directing you, then we can see why those fruit have not fully developed. Now, we're growth and pro progress. Nobody is perfect in that sense of, uh, of, of, of not being able to err or make a mistake. But that's why repentance is there. Hmm? My intentions and my motive is right. But if I sin, I have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. But I'm not practicing. Hmm? I'm not premeditating in my mind to do something ungodly. Let's take a look. It makes all the difference. Motive makes a difference. Now, when we say Christians, we use this word Christian so loosely that the apostles never called themselves Christians. Let's break it down. I'm going to go to the scripture. Let's go to Acts chapter uh, 11. The apostles never called themselves Christians. Who called them Christians? Let's go to Acts chapter 11. Let's take a look. Hmm? Acts chapter 11. All right, let's go to 11 and uh, 25. Let's take a look. Then, then departed Barnabas to Tarsus for to seek Saul. And it says here, and when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. Take a look. He went to get Saul, which is now Paul, which is talking to the Roman church here that we just read here in Romans chapter 8. All right? This now Paul was Saul that Barnabas went to go get. All right? Let's take a look. And when he had found him he brought him back to Antioch and it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people hmm? and the people I'm sorry, I'm saying he, he taught much people and the people apparently received the teaching 
This is what I wanted to say. The people apparently were receptive of Paul and Barnabas' teaching. Look at this. And the, and the disciples were called Christians. This is the first time you see this word in the church being used. All glory be to God. I, I'm going to break it down to you. Hmm? This is the first time that you see this word Christian being used in the church dispensation. It's, let's note this. Hmm? If you're a scholar, you should be able to see that. This is the first time that is noted hmm? that they were called Christians. Huh? They this was the first place where believers were called Christians. Huh? Or you can use this word Christ ones. Because they did belong to Christ. All right. So Christians or Christ ones. All right. This is what I got uh from uh the study. All right. Christians or Christ ones, which means they that belong to God, as I talked about earlier, all right? Because uh, they had in common uh, was Christ. It didn't have nothing to do with their race, their culture, their nationality, uh, or even their language. All oh, glory be to God. But it had something to do all oh, glory be to God. Hmm? It had something to do with the love hmm? and the unity that promotes strength in the body of Christ. So I want to talk to the believers today and the people of God today, whoever you are, wherever you are, stop. Christ is not divided. All oh, glory be to God. Christ is not divided. All oh, glory. Hmm? And we need to work in areas where we all are, have more common, all glory, things in common than all the things mm, that makes us different. Doesn't make, doesn't make up the body of Christ. It's the things that we are common in. Holy Ghost field. Mm? This is why Paul alludes to it in the uh, Corinthian church not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Oh, glory be to God. Uh, we were taught in the old school was new converts and, and uh, fully developed mature Christians don't run around with carnal folk. Hmm? And I, I'm dealing with the point of not dividing, but, you know, everybody has to be a chaperone. Everybody has to be a witness, an ambassador. But I'm talking about hanging out, doing these ungodly acts. Hmm? Now people are telling folks they can go to the club. You know, they can go have a drink. You know, they can, uh, you know, uh, have these worldly social events that does not do anything for the spiritual man or, or even strengthen the person that they're trying to win. Hmm? These are the things that we're talking about. And so, uh, don't let people pollute your Christian conduct and character. Hmm? God has uh, sanctified you holy, double H-O-L-L-Y, huh? until he comes back. And so we have to take ownership of that. How do we take ownership of that? We must stand for righteousness. Hmm? And know that righteousness shall exalt a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. And we must stand on the, all oh, glory be to God, the apostles' teaching. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? What if some don't believe? Does it make the fate of God of not effect? Hmm? What if some don't believe? But this is the first place they were called Christians. The disciples were called Christians by the folk that saw the evidence. All glory be to God. Hmm? This is where we come to you with this subject, Christian living. Hmm? We should live so before folks that they would see Christ. The gospel says 
let your light so shine, glory, that men may see your good works and not give you no glory. Oh, glory be to God. That's the problem we have today. There's too many people glory seeking. Hmm? They want the attention, but the attention and the credit goes to God. Huh? So when they see your good works, they are going to glorify God. Hmm? And this means we must have works hmm, to go with this life that we claim and we uh, portray. And there's so many people professing and it's less possession. And I said on last week, how many of us, you know, uh, said we got the Holy Ghost? But the real question is, do the Holy Ghost have you? Hmm? How much do the Holy Ghost have you? Because if you claim to be dead, then God wants all of you. Hmm? And some people say, well, God's still working on me. You know, uh, you know, God's still working on me. You know, God ain't through with me yet. He probably ain't. But let him start. Hmm? Because what portion do we withhold from God? Hmm? God want to have the whole, double H-O-L-L-Y, want to have the whole man. Huh? The spirit, the body, and the soul. Hmm? The whole man. Body, soul, and spirit. Huh? Double H-O-L-L-Y. Hmm? But I'm going to show you what happened in Christian life. And I got to go, y'all. God bless you. Um, yeah, God bless you, uh, Jay Harris. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my friend. Um, now I want to say this, um, people say, uh, God is not through with them yet. We can, we can take that as a, as a lame excuse because here's what happens. If you got a smoking problem, let's say you want deliverance from the smoking. and You got a smoking problem. Hmm? You need to get that to God. Because if that's something you can't put down and get rid of, hmm, you need to pray and ask God and pray and ask God for strength to stay away from it. And the first thing you need to do is stop going to the store buying them. Hmm? And next thing, the second thing you need to do is keep your distance from people that's smoking. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Because hmm? the minute you walk outside the bank, or walk outside some of these uh, government buildings or go to your workplace and you go out there on the parking lot where you know they smoking at. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? I got to go. Hmm? You going, if you stay there too long, you going to mess around and say, man, give me one of them. And next thing you know, you're going to be smoking. Hmm? So these are the things we must learn to do. We must avoid certain things as believers. Areas that you weak in, you pray and ask God for strength. Get somebody to fast with you. Hmm? Get somebody to pray with you. Hmm? Get somebody to tell you and help you how they got off of it. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Too many times we go through trials isolated when there's help in the building around us. Look at this. Christian living comes with a price. Hmm? And sometimes we don't, we don't look at the cost. All oh, glory be to God. But Jesus says, no man build a house without first counting up the cost. Hmm? What's more important to you, your soul or a pack of cools? Hmm? Tell me. What's more important? Because it's important. People see you on TV, they see you on YouTube, they see you on Facebook, they see you at some of these apostolic churches, some of these holy places, and you claim to be a Christian, and they see you standing out there smoking and drinking, it's going to cause some confusion, it's going to cause some problems. Hmm? They're going to say, now, hey, I thought he, didn't he, didn't he just say he'd go to Pentecostal power? 
Uh, let me get I got to go. Hmm? It's important that our life line up with our testimony. There's too many people professing Christianity, but do not possess the power of the Holy Ghost. Because when the Holy Ghost have all of you, hmm, that, that, that man is dead. Hmm, that old man is dead. All glory be to God. And now the spirit of life is in operation. Hmm? That means that old taste and urge, all glory be to God, to do those old sinful things, all glory be to God. You, you, can, you can take a, a lit up cigarette and stick it to a dead man and he won't move. All glory be to God. That's how dead you need to be. All to the elements. All glory be to God. I hope I'm working with some here. You need to be dead to these elements and these rudiments huh? that causes us to fall from our steadfastness. Let's go back to Colossians. I just left, uh, for those that just came on, I just left Acts, uh, uh, well, Acts chapter 11, verse number 25 and 26. This is the first place they were called Christians. The apostles didn't call themselves Christians. The disciples didn't call themselves Christian. The folk called them Christians hmm? because they showed the people something. They exemplified a life. Hmm? They had a testimony. All glory be to God. Hmm? And it's important that we too have a testimony hmm? because they, uh, they had some things in common. This is what the sanctified folk ought to have in common. The Holy Spirit, love, and unity. All glory be to God. Hmm? Doesn't matter what color you is. Doesn't matter what neighborhood you live in. It don't matter where you work at and how much money you got in your bank account. None of that matters. All glory be to God. Hmm? Doesn't matter to these money-hungry folk, but it don't matter as the essence of the way God weighs it out. Hmm? Because God, he has everything. Hmm? God has the whole universe. The scripture said the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and all that dwell therein. So God, you know, uh, anything he need, he already possess it. Hmm? But he wants the highest thing that he created to give him glory, honor, homage and reverence hmm? and we don't do that with a messed up life all glory be to god we bring dishonor upon god according to uh timothy 2 and 19 hmm? and 20 down through there in a house in a great house not only vessels of honor but there are some to dishonor <laughs> let me get out of here i got to go so we got to make sure our life honors god and not just our words hmm Jesus said in the gospel, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not think what I say? It's important hmm, that our faith and obedience operate together with our life and it bear witness that we are the sons of God. I believe John, 1 John 3 and 1 said, behold what man of love the Father bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. The world don't know, didn't know him and the world ain't gonna know you. Hmm? Huh? But it do or not appear what we shall be. Huh? But we know when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. And people going to see you as you is while you standing out there smoking. And then on Sunday, you in church talking about hallelujah. Hmm? People going to see you for what you is, a phony and a fake. Hmm? And it's time out for the, the real Christians to and the real believers and the real folk to stand up hmm? and stop making excuses for these folks that slack. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. I got to go now. Uh, and a lot of times, that's all we doing. We petting folk while they doing wrong. Hmm? But I'm here to encourage you to let you know to come on up a little bit higher in 2024. Hmm? Because Jesus is soon to come. Hmm? Look at this. Uh, as I get out of here, I'm going back to Colossians, and we're going to close now. We're going back to Colossians. We started at Colossians 3, 
and one for those of you that just came in. We stopped at verse number two. Now we're going to pick it back up. We dealt with your appetite, setting your affection on things above. Hmm? Too many folks uh, claiming to be spiritual, walking in carnality. All glory be to God. Let's take a look. It said, not on things on the earth, for ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Hmm? This is why we need Christ, the one that made atonement for us. He's now the mediator between uh, God and man. Hmm? God don't see our sins no more. He see the blood of Christ. Hmm? All glory be to God. This is why he's forever the mediator, or forever a priest, forever after the order of Melchizedek. Hmm? Ain't no more sacrificial offering a system. It was done away with. Hmm? Christ now is our Passover lamb. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Look at this. Now let's let's take a look. He says here, for you're dead and your life is hid with Christ and God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear. This, 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 is, a, this is a very, very powerful scripture. Hmm? He says here, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. This is why suffering is so important in this uh connection hmm? uh, in this connection of being born again of the water and of the spirit this is why it's very important uh, without the death burial and resurrection we can't get into the body of Christ or the kingdom of God without taking on all glory be to God a new nature and in order for this new nature to come alive, the person must be born in the church and not join in a church. Does that make sense? People can join any ministry, any church, any assembly, but to be born into the body of Christ. He told Nicodemus in St. John 3 and 5, he said, Marvel not, you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. Hmm? And so it's important that that new birth takes place. Must be death, huh? Symbolic to repentance. Burial is symbolic to being baptized in the water, huh? And resurrection is the reception or the indwelling Holy Ghost that one receives once God fills them with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues that the Spirit give utterance. And so when you receive the Holy Ghost, this life is going to appear. And it's going to appear with him in glory. This is why you can't even go to heaven without the Holy Ghost. I know people say, oh, you're just going to heaven anyway. Hmm? You need the Holy Ghost. You need some quickening power to get out of here. Hmm? Thessalonians 4 and 16 said, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven and with a shout, glory, and with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the cloud in the airs. Huh? And so shall we ever be with the Lord. He said, comfort one another with these words. It's important that we understand having uh, this, what we call this title or classification as Christians. It's not for us to glory in. Hmm? We must live hmm, a holy life. Hmm? Instead of living up to a word that we didn't, uh, we didn't make ourselves anyway. God didn't call them Christians. The apostles didn't call them Christians. The folk that saw the fruit in their lives saw Christ operating through them and in their lives. Shouldn't that happen today in today's church, in today's ministry? Shouldn't people see Christ? and not you, all glory be to God. This is where it comes down to, and I'm getting ready to close. This is where it comes down to. Either there's two things going to happen. Hmm? 
Well, people are going to see three, three things. They're going to see you, which is either you and your flesh. They're going to see Christ. Hmm? And they're going to see uh, the glory of God operating, which is the Holy Spirit. Hmm? Or they're going to see the third thing. You allowing the devil to use you and make a fool out of you. Hmm? They're going to see three things. And a lot of times I'm seeing now that so-called Christians today is open themselves up as a candidate for, for the devil. Hmm? Why you say that, Brother Newsom? Because they, they doing everything that the devil want them to do, but they don't listen to their pastor. They don't listen to their leader. They don't take the advice and counsel of godly people that have lived this life and fell into many pitfalls and able to help them out of their pitfall. Hmm? You know what they do? They do like, oh, glory be to God. They do like Eve. They stop looking, listen to somebody that's got some sweet words for them. Hmm? Only to find out that all of that they were told was just to lure them out of the ark of safety. And we've seen so many Christians defect. Hmm? The scripture talks about except there be a falling away first and the man of sin being revealed. We can see uh, the enemy sticking his face out now because time is getting short. Bishop really preached last night, praise God. Hmm? We got nothing but a short time now. And so there's no time to be playing games and missing words. We need to, we need to uh, come together and we need to pray for the body of Christ and the believers and the people of God that's genuinely walking with God. Because there's a lot of stuff out there. Hmm? It looks pretty, but it's poison. All glory be to God. And I want to let you know, be careful this year. Be careful, saints. Be watchful. Be prayerful. Huh? Listen to your leaders, praise God. God gave you a leader for a reason. All glory be to God. Hmm? And ain't no sense in you uh, listening to somebody else that God didn't give you. All glory be to God. Look at this. Hmm? Jeremiah 3 and 15 said, for I give you pastors according to my own heart. Hmm? If, they, if their heart is after God, you can trust them. Hmm? But if they're after something else, then that's another thing. Let's take a look. As we get out of here, I want to encourage the people of God and exhort you. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, but I want to go to verse 5, and that's where we're going to stop at. All right? We're going to stop at verse number 5. Mortify means to kill. Mortify, therefore, your members, talking about those that's got struggles, those that's dealing with strongholds, those that know that you're weak in certain areas and you need strength. Hmm? Get, a, get a person to pray and fast with. Mortify, therefore, your members, which are up on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, huh? evil, concupiscence. And covetedness, which is idolatry. Hmm? He points to all the things that God frowns upon. So it's very important. Some desires, concupiscence, deal with desires. All of our desires, we read the scripture where it talks about in Psalms where you know, if I walk upright, God will give me the desires of my heart. Now, uh, we got to put that scripture in proper perspective. Your desires have to be rightly divided according to God's divine plan and purpose for you. But if you're designs, desiring something outside of what God desired for you to have, then now you're outside of the will of God. So we need to make sure we put that in perspective. So concupiscence deal with a desire that's outside of God's will. And so we do have, we do have people uh, wrestling with these types of desires. Hmm? Cause ain't no sense of you sitting up saying, ain't no sister sitting up saying uh, to the church, you know, the pastor of the church, let's just deal with the pastor for a minute. Ain't no sense of no saved, sanctified sister sitting up, uh, lusting after the pastor when he's already married to a first lady. Uh, I hope I made that plain. Hmm? That's that's a desire that's that can't be can't be granted by God, not unless, you know, something happened to first lady, you know. And so 
These are the things that I'm pointing out. So concussions, you can be sitting up desiring something that you know, ain't no way, you know. You know, you go to the past, some of these single sisters, they go to the pastor and say, hey, pastor, I got a question. What's the question? Uh, 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 this, 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 uh, this young man says that he, uh, God told, told him that he's going to be my husband. And, okay. Well, what's the problem, sis? Oh, he's already married. You know, these are desires that, that break, you know, that break scripture. So we have to make sure, you know, that we're walking and combined in the confines of the word of truth, because there's no way possible that that could happen unless somebody, you know, is uh, succeeded by death or something happens and transpire where that person is single, where that person could be married, but why they're still married. How am I going to be you? You know, how, how's the pastor going to be your husband? And he already married to the first lady. You know, these are the, all these crazy things that are happening. And so I want to explain that about desires. And so, uh, thank you, pastor Simmons. He said it is meant he will tell you your heart what to want. <laughs> I like that preacher. I like that. That is so true. And when we're when we're directed, he going back to Colossians three and one. If 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 our uh, uh, seeking is right, then he will direct you right. Praise be the name of God. Thank you, Pastor uh, Simmons. I thank you for that because sometimes we don't believe God will direct us to what we should choose and what we should want because Scripture does say. He that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtained the favor of the Lord. So it's very important that we understand these things that uh, when they're in the right perspective, then God can have full preeminence in that situation and circumstance. So I'm out of time, but I want to say God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we will be back to pick up these last five throughout the year. And then now, uh, hopefully on Wednesday, we'll start our new series, If the Lord's Will. We got a new topic that we're going to talk on. We're going to put it out there on Wednesday at the Lord's will of this week. So please pray for Brother Newsom. Don't go anywhere just yet because I have flyers. want to let all the saints know if you got announcements or flyers of you having your church event appreciation or anything that you'd like to get out for free. This is just um, part of Faith of God Internet TV ministry sharing uh, what we have to put your information out there. Like I'm going to put some flyers up for you that has been uh, supplied to me, uh, not only by our organization, but by others. They can tap into it. And we have over 6,000 viewers. Um, not all 6,000 come on at one time, but it goes out to 6,000 people. So if you want to use this platform to get your information out to people, which we're pretty much all connected to as saints of God anyway, just send me your flyer. Let me know. Uh, you know, that you want to put out there and I will put it out there for you. Okay. Let me put it on the screen for you. Um, I want to, uh, uh, put the flyer on the screen for you. Let's just uh, do this real quick. And, uh, we'll take that down. There we go. All right. So we want to put this on the screen for you. The Women at Work Conference of 2024. Quitting is not an option. That's March 1st, March 2nd of 2024. Annual Men of Valor Brotherhood Conference, which will be in February, first week of February, February 9th and 10th, rather, which is that second weekend. Uh, that will be in Blytheville, Arkansas. Uh, High Praise Youth, January 28th service. Uh, it's going to be had by Pastor Emerson, uh, Bishop Emerson, which is going to be in Humboldt, Tennessee. And so... Pastor Matlock is going to be having his installation service, save the date, which is going to be June 15th later on in the year. And so these are all the dates of those of you that are part of the ministry. Just please, um, you know, take the opportunity to document and put these on your calendar. If you have an opening and you're able uh, and available to come, we have our national ushers coming up. Would you be able 12th and 13th of 2024? And that will be in Florida City, Florida, which is in South, uh, South Miami uh, at uh, Bishop Mark Jones uh, Assembly uh, and Mother Jones, where there are the leaders of that particular ministry. And so if you have something you want to get it out there, please let me know. Shoot it to me via email or send it to me via Facebook and just let me know. Brian Newsom, post this for me and I'll post it for you. And anytime that we're broadcasting, 
we'll circulate your flyer for you. Okay. These are some of the things that we like to do for the people of God. So I want to say, God bless you. We're going to be opening up Zoom at the Lord's will on next week. Uh, What we'll do in the first 15 minutes of the broadcast, we will post a Zoom link for all of them that want to get into the, uh, on the Zoom channel or uh, conference. And then we'll bring you in after we've done the introduction and the prayer. Okay. And so that's what we're looking to do. And we hope to have a greater audience in 2024. We love you with the love of the Lord. Continue to pray for Brother Newsom as we continue to pray for you and your family. All right. And so uh, we want to. We want to thank you for joining the Faith in God in that TV broadcast. Uh, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. We want to say uh, God bless you and uh, we love you with the love of the Lord. Thank you for joining. In Jesus' name, God bless.